you very much, El Paso. Thank you very much. thrilled to be here in the great state of Texas. Right on the banks of the legendary Rio Grande, where, by the way, I don't know, you heard, right? Today, we started a big, beautiful wall right on the Rio Grande. Right smack on the Rio Grande. I love this state, and I love the people of this state. We've had a great romance together, you know that. It's been a great romance. And we're only getting stronger together. That's what's happening. Wow, look at all the prospect. You believe that? This is like the Academy Awards used to be, used to be. They've gone down a long way since they started hitting us a little bit, right? They've gone down. That was a long, that was a long fall, but there they are. Last week, I was honored to stand in the House chamber to deliver the State of the Union. And I asked both parties to come together to choose greatness for America. Since taking office two years ago, our economy is now the hottest economy anywhere on Earth. Our military, which desperately needed funding, we went 700 billion and 716 billion is more powerful than ever before. That was not a good situation. It was tired and depleted. Our great warriors were not taken care of. Now they're taken care of again the way they should be. America is winning again. Isn't that nice? We're fighting for all Americans from all backgrounds of every age, race, religion, birthplace, color, creed. We're fighting for ourselves. We're fighting for all Americans. And what is it? America first. Remember, it's America first. not a partisan agenda, although some people say it is. Every once in a while it does become that way, right? It's a mainstream common sense agenda of the American people. It's where we want to be and where we want to go. And despite the fact that the media refuses to acknowledge what we've done and how well we're doing it. 
A new poll just came out as I was coming on, and it shows, I don't know how you can do this. I don't think I've had a good story in years. I don't get good, I used to get great press until I decided to run for office. And we have done together an incredible job. And a new poll just came out today. Rasmussen, one of the most respected polls, one of the polls that got the election right. So I have to remember that. You know what the number is? 52% with no good news. Explain that. Explain that. Explain that. How do you get that when you don't get good press? I guess 93% of the stories are negative. No matter what we do, they figure out a way to make it negative. Like, I'll give you a quick example. When I came in, North Korea was, it was, looks like it was going to war. You know that. It was going to happen. Bad things. Now, you have no missile launches, you have no rocket testing, you have no nuclear testing. I have a good relationship, maybe even a great relationship. We have tremendous sanctions on North Korea, but we have our hostages back. We have remains are coming back, remains. And our presidents have been dealing with North Korea for many, many decades, many, many decades. And on a nuclear way over the last 20, 30 years. And all I hear is, can't you move faster? You know what? I left Singapore 15 months ago. They've been negotiating for 85 years or something. <laughs> so now their complaint is, what's taking them so long? I heard one of our great geniuses uh, from a previous administration telling me how to negotiate with North Korea when they got taken advantage of like nobody I've ever seen before. So someday, with all of us, this is all of us, and those hats are beautiful, by the way. Someday. True. Someday, they're going to appreciate us all, and I'm going to Vietnam to Hanoi in the near future, 27th and 28th of February, to have another summit. And hope we, hopefully, we do as well with the second summit as we did with the first. I hope so. Now, we're delighted, and I'm delighted, to be joined this evening by the Texas leaders. You have great leaders, great people, great help to me that are at the forefront of this incredible American revolution. You know, there's never been anything like this in the history of our country. We have to understand that. There's never been. If you would say, as an example, that tonight 69,000 people signed up to be here. Now, the arena holds 8,000. And thank you, fire department. They got in about 10. Thank you, fire department. Appreciate it. But if you want to really see something, go outside. Tens of thousands of people are watching screens outside.
we're all challenged by a young man who lost an election to Ted Cruz. And then they said, you know what? Hey, you're supposed to win in order to run. By the way, we, I, we, I'm one and one. I'm one for one. Think of it. We're, we had one election. We won. Now we're going to be two for all, and everything's going to be perfect. But a young man who's got very little going for himself, except he's got a great first name, he is, he challenged us. So we have, let's say, 35,000 people tonight, and he has 200 people, 300 people, not too good. In fact, what I do, what I would do is I would say that may be the end of his presidential bid, but he did challenge it. So I want to introduce some great people. Your governor, Greg Abbott. Greg. Thank you, Greg. And a great governor and a great friend of mine. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Look at him in the corner. So shy. Thank you, Dan. Great job, Dan. Attorney General Ken Paxton. Thanks, Ken. And Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller. Thank you, Sid. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Ken. Great job you do. And we're especially grateful to your wonderful senators, John Cornyn and Ted Cruz. Great senators. a lot of your congressmen and women. We have a lot of them. You're ready and they're terrific and they've been with us all the way. Pete Olson. Pete. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Michael Burgess. Thanks, Michael. John Carter. Brian Babin. And Randy Weber. Thank you very much. We are in the midst of an economic miracle. That's what's happened. You look all over the world and you study and you see what's going on. You can look at China. We have a team right now in China. They want to make a deal very badly. Those tariffs are costing them a lot of money and they're going into our treasury. Remember that we're filling up with billions of dollars. And did you see the, you know, I haven't been here very long, the trade deficit really went down very big this last month. And people are saying, whoa, 
I told you so. That's what I do. That's what I do. And we don't want China to have a hard time. Thank you. Thank you. I, I can only tell you this. We're going to make great deals on trade. We're going to make great deals on military. When we defend another nation that's rich, they have to help us out. Do we agree? They have to help us out. And they're doing it. They're doing it. You saw South Korea. They were paying us $500 million a year. I say, you got to do more. You got to do more. Anyway, now they're up to almost $900 million. That was like on two phone calls. I said, I said, why didn't they do this before? They said, nobody ever asked. Nobody asked. You pick up almost $500 million a year. Nobody asked. We're defending rich countries. They've got to help us out, folks. They got to help us out. Sorry. And you know what? They're going to like us more, and maybe more importantly, they're going to respect us. Since the election, we have created 5.3 million new jobs, including more than a half a million new manufacturing jobs. Remember, manufacturing was dead. They said manufacturing was dead. Previous administration. You'll never have it. You need the magic wand. That's what they said. We obviously, we found the magic wand. And by the way, those numbers are small compared to what's happening, compared to all of the companies that are moving in. The unemployment. Thank you very much. The unemployment rates for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans have reached the lowest level in the history of our country. Thank you. No, thank you. You all right? Everything okay? Please? 
Okay, thank you. Thank you. And women have filled almost 60% of the new jobs created last year, which were a record number. We passed massive tax cuts for working families and we canceled a record number of job-killing regulations. That's why your oil and gas is coming back. We eliminated the Obamacare individual mandate. And to give critically ill patients access to life-saving treatments, we did something that they haven't been able to do for a long time. We passed right to try, right to try. That's an incredible thing, right to try. You know, we have the greatest doctors and research in the world. And if somebody was terminally ill, they travel to Asia, they travel to Europe, they travel all over the world, if they had the money. If they didn't have the money, they'd just go home. There was nothing they could do. And I said, wait a minute, we have drugs in the pipeline that are showing tremendous progress. If somebody is terminally ill, let's let them have access to our drugs. Let's let them have access. And it's much tougher than you would think, but we got it. And people, you will not understand, nobody understand the life-saving effects. It's incredible what's going on. They are getting better. People are getting better that were thinking they were going to die. It's right to try. I love it. I always wondered why we didn't do it before. Now, the people in Texas won't care much about this, but the United States is now the number one producer of oil and natural gas on Earth. I didn't think you'd care about that. I didn't think Texas would care about that. And listen to this. And Texas oil production is now at the highest level it's ever been. And only for the great oil professionals in the room, we're getting those pipelines approved so fast, you'll be able to practically double up on oil production, oil and gas. getting approved at record levels and record time. That means more money, more security, and more independence for our country. It's very simple. Another one they said could never get passed. They've been trying to do it for 40 years. We passed VA Choice, Veterans Choice. So that now, Rather than waiting online for five days, for nine days, for three weeks.
do these people come from? Where do they come from? They go back home to mommy. They get punished when they get home. Finish that wall because we've built a lot of us. Finish that wall. But before we get to the wall, so VA accountability and VA choice. Accountability. We couldn't fire anybody from the Veterans Administration. We couldn't fire anybody. They could treat our veterans badly. We had to take it. Now you get rid of them. And VA choice. They'd wait online. For days and weeks, they couldn't see a doctor. Now they go out, they have a choice. They get a private doctor. They have things taken care of, and we pay their bill. They've been trying to get those two things fixed for many, many decades, many years, and we got it fixed. We also passed the farm bill for our wonderful farmers, ranchers, and growers. We just got it passed. And that wasn't easy, but we got it passed. We had to do it. Our farmers are great. So we just got that done. Farmers, ranchers, growers. And we passed historic legislation to combat the opioid crisis. more fun to be than a Trump rally, is there a <laughs> You know, they all said, Mr. President, we loved the tone of your State of the Union speech. Some people said it was a great speech. Some people said, really a great speech. I said, but if I ever did that in El Paso, Texas, uh, it wouldn't work here too well. Do you agree? Nice and calm. No, that's not what you're looking for. This is more fun. This is more fun. 
And we just signed groundbreaking criminal justice reform into law. Nobody thought that was going to be happening. In my address last week, I asked lawmakers in both parties to cross the aisle and join together for the common good for all Americans. Democrats have to stop being so angry. They're angry. And they've got to start being partners to keep this incredible. Really, look, is this an incredible miracle that's going on? We want to keep it going. Keep it going. And it will keep going. It will keep going. There's so much to celebrate in our country. The economy, the military, so many things we've done scientifically. The world is trying to copy what we've done. They're not going to be able to do it. Not anymore. They were catching up fast. Now they're going in the wrong direction. Unfortunately, many of the Democrats in Congress responded to my call for bipartisan cooperation by instead choosing really re Hey, look, did you ever see anything? Radical resistance. It's the radical left. But maybe it'll change. Maybe it'll change. It all has to do with 2020 and the election. But I really don't like their policy of taking away your car, of taking away your airplane flights, of let's hop a train to California, of you're not allowed to own cows anymore. You know, there are a lot of problems. There. A lot of problems. But nobody's ever had this. And by the way, with us, we handle it. No president should ever have to go through what we've gone through in the first two years. It's a hoax. It's a disgrace. And it should never be allowed to happen again. A hoax. Just recently, as an example, Senator Richard Burr from the great state of North Carolina, he's chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, and they've been investigating this Russia hoax for two years. Think of it. They've interviewed over 200 people. They've studied hundreds of thousands of documents and pages, and Richard just announced that they found no collusion between Donald Trump and Russia. Collusion. The fact is that the real collusion was between Hillary and the Democrats and the other side with Russia. That's where the collusion is. That's starting to make a lot more sense. But that's where the collusion is, with the Democrats and with Russia and with others. And by the way, there's also collusion between the Democrats and the fake news right here. And they know it better than anybody. 
Too many Democrats are focused on tearing down their opposition instead of building up our country. They're trying to impose some of the most extreme measures and policies ever put forward by our Congress. And by the way, I don't think anybody in this room wants to pay 70, 80, 90, and 95 percent tax. Does anybody want to pay a 90 percent? You know, you look at what we've done with jobs, what we've done with the economy, how low your taxes are, the lowest they've been almost from the beginning. Who the hell wants to change what we're doing now? We are a hot, hot country. Last week, they introduced a massive government takeover that would destroy our incredible economic gains. They introduced the so-called Green New Deal. It sounds like a high school term paper that got a low mark. It would shut down American energy, which I don't think the people in Texas are going to be happy with that. It would shut down a little thing called air travel. How do you take a train to Europe? You know, this, this crazy senator from Hawaii they said, do you like it? Yes, I like it very much. Oh, really? How are we getting to Hawaii on a train? She didn't think about that one, but she's thinking about it. She'll figure it out. They want to take away your car, reduce the value of your home, and put millions of Americans out of work, spend $100 trillion, which, by the way, there's no such thing as $100 trillion. You have to spend $100 trillion. And remember this. No other country except us is going to do it. That's a little problem, too. While the world's real polluters, like China, would get many of our companies and factories, they just move into China, move into other parts of the world. That's the way the system works. Not going to happen, folks. Don't worry. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Hundred trillion. Let's spend a hundred trillion. Let's rip down every building in New York City and rebuild it environmentally slightly better. <laughs> to pave the way for socialism, Democrats are calling for massive tax hikes and the complete elimination of private health care. Many of us have private health care. That means you can stand on line for five days as you wait for a doctor that is not nearly as talented as your doctor. Remember, you can keep your doctor. Remember that? 28 times. You can keep. That didn't happen. Turned out to be a lie. Hey, where are the fact checkers? You know, some of the most dishonest people in media are the so-called fact checkers. 28 times. You can keep your doctor. That didn't turn out to be what he said. They're coming for your money, and they're coming for your freedom, and it'll never happen, and it won't even come close, folks. <laughs> Democrats are also pushing extreme late-term abortion. <laughs> Allowing children to be ripped from their mother's womb 
right up until the moment of birth. What's that all about? So in Virginia, the governor, he's uh, gotten a little publicity lately. I like him. Keeps us out of the papers. I like him. I'd like to find a few more guys like this one. He almost moonwalked. His wife stopped him. Darling, darling, it would be inappropriate. I want to see somebody try and imitate Michael Jackson in the moonwalk. This would not have been a good scene. His wife saved him. Darling, this would be inappropriate. I think she was right. But the governor stated that he would even allow a newborn baby to come out into the world and wrap the baby and make the baby comfortable and then talk to the mother and talk to the father and then execute the baby. Execute the baby. Incredible. Millions of innocent, beautiful babies are counting on us to protect them, and we will. That is why last week I called on Congress with your great congressman over there. Thank you, fellas. To immediately pass legislation prohibiting extreme late-term abortion. And that certainly is extreme. Many people never even heard. I mean, did you ever hear of anything like this? Democrats must also address the double standard on full display in Virginia. By the way, that state's going to go Republican pretty soon. I'm pretty sure. Because the Democrat Party has never been more outside of the mainstream. They're becoming the party of socialism, late-term abortion, open borders, and crime. This weekend, some Democrats even proposed a measure that would force the release of thousands of criminal illegal aliens including dangerous felons convicted of rape, sex trafficking, violent assault, and even murder into our country. Can you believe this? Their proposal would put a hard cap on the number of illegal aliens that are brave ICE officers. We love our ICE officers. can detain and thus remove, forcing thousands of criminals to be set free into United States communities. I don't think so, okay? I don't think so. And I want to thank our ICE officers. What they put up with is incredible. And that includes Border Patrol, and that includes law enforcement. Let's face it.